Blog Talk Radio. This is that feeling that you get right before you pull into the water box or right after you do your burnout. Check them straps. Roll your neck a little bit. Take a couple deep breaths. You bumping it in. And you let go. Well, it's the top of the bottom and you know you crushed it. You get the 500 foot out and you start beating the pedal out of that thing. You get to the finish line, you lock them, drop them. Whatever you do, <laughs> this is that feeling right here. Comments or opinions stated, expressed, or implied are not necessarily those of Wheels Up Radio or its sponsors. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Welcome to a, what we almost were starting to wonder if was not going to happen, Wheels Up Radio weekend wrap-up show on this crazy Monday night. Originally, we had to start out by pushing it back about an hour because I had an award ceremony I had to attend, and I uh, didn't want to leave Kelly hanging because she did such a great job of covering for me two weeks ago because that's what, well, awesome people do. It was sounded like we had a freaking hurricane on top of my house at 1 o'clock this morning. Holy crap. We just got power on like an hour or so ago. And uh, tons of rain, high, high winds, 50, 60, 70 mile an hour winds. A, uh, a scaffolding truck got blown off of a bridge and plunged into the river over in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It's just been insane. There was no school today. Power out everywhere. Craziness. Craziness, I tell you. But that's all right. We can handle it. So that's the answer so again, to the question of how to get the, how to get New England off of school. Because I know you guys go to school in like a couple of feet of snow. So basically, it takes a hurricane for New England to close school. Uh, basically, yeah. And like I said, if you get a chance, take a look at my personal Facebook page, Chris Barnes, and I just put a video up from uh, Violet, New Hampshire. The, Tell you how insane it is. There's a house floating down a river. It's yeah, fucking insane. That. That was crazy. Things that happened. <laughs> yeah. But we are here. You know, championships are being decided. Points battles are super tight. Sadly, the end is near for 2017 NHRA Championship Drag Racing. Um, but we're buckled in tight, getting ready to continue to bring you the best results, racing news, and views going. 
The Wheels Up Radio Weekend Wrap-Up Show, presented by Sophie's Automotive and Race Engines, is now officially live. And Kelly, would you be so kind as to tell the fine folks out there about that wonderful little song that we play at the beginning of our show now? Sure, I can. So, the song that Chris is talking about is PJ North's newest bracket rap called One Last Ride. If you want to get it, all you got to do is download stream, buy, whatever you want to do. You're, uh, my my da- downloading, streaming uh, company of choice is Spotify. So what I did was I punched in PJ North. I looked up his newest EP, which is If This Is It. And I listened to all six songs. I believe there's like six of them. Picked my favorite one, which um, I believe at the time I picked I Like The Way You Drink, but I also like There's Always Vegas. Actually, there's not a bad song in the bunch. So you go on, you take a screenshot picture of you singing, of singing or not even singing, just dancing or just listening to it. You can just be standing still listening to it. That, uh, post it on your Instagram or your Facebook tap tag PJ North and let him know, send him a private message with your information and he will send you a link to a free cut of one last ride. And that song is, that's only a little bit of that song. That's a great song. As we talk about every week, it's a get you, get your rare and to go song. So I'm very excited to include that next year into my repertoire playlist that I listen to when I'm in the race car getting ready to go. Yes, I have a Bluetooth speaker in my race car. Chris can vouch for that. It gets loud. And we party. Yes, it does. And it it, play, it has all kinds of funky lights on it. I like it. Yeah. I Well, that's the one that's on the golf cart. I have a littler one that I can fit in my bag in the golf car, in the uh, race car. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. A, All right, I now I know the one you're talking. Bluetooth speaker collector. I have a couple of them. So, I actually I actually the one the one that is in my race car during a Halloween or I'm sorry, it was a ugly sweater Christmas contest. So, that's how I got that speaker. <laughs> Everything I own has a story. So, and if you ever doubt that Kelly does not jam out when she's getting, when she's in the lanes, crap, the power just blinked again. This no. better not be a sign. This better you know, not be a sign. No, we had a blink. We had a blink yesterday, and it was nothing. It blinked when it when we had the storm down here yesterday. It blinked, and then it was okay. It better be all it is. Are Don't. you on battery backup? Do we need a contingency plan? Everything is charging right now, so that's uh, all right. But, um, yeah, so, again, if anybody doesn't think Kelly doesn't jam out in the lanes, take a walk by her car because i uh, been there, seen that, uh, got the picture, got the T-shirt, graduated <laughs> with a degree in that program. And as far as yeah. Kelly and Bluetooth speakers, that is pretty much her retirement job for uh, when she retires from the great Boeing company. She is going to sell all her Bluetooth speakers because they will be collector's items by then and she will be able to retire quite comfortably on all of them. If there were if if there's nothing else come out after this, like, you know, red tooth or yellow tooth or green tooth and Bluetooth or Passe and then all my little 
uh, my little jam I have stand, sitting here, the little box for it. I have a waterproof one around here somewhere <laughs> that I bring and listen in the shower at the racetrack because I'm that kind of person. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, moving on. We do have some results for you. We also have uh, three wonderful guests that are scheduled to join us. Phil Smita, Stevie Fast Jackson, and Matt Weston are all going to be joining us this evening, scheduled to join us this evening. Um, also, have a great group of guests lined up for Wednesday night. Um, Marco Paravalaris, boy, I hope I said that right. Uh, Justin Lamb, your two-time 2017 national champ in stock and super stock will be joining us. And, of course, Jeff Strickland, multiple friend of the show, multiple-time friend of the show will be on with us. Um, so, with all that multiple being said, we got a <laughs> multiple championships. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, Justin Lamb. You may have heard of him. You know, uh, he's kind of known, maybe just a, you know a little bit. Uh, well, Jeff Strickland won two last year. One stock in top five. Yeah, uh, Jeff. Yep. So they'll be passing the torch. Yep, he will. Mm-hmm. Yep. A door car and a dragster, and versus, and versus two door cars. So, mm-hmm. you know what you ought to do? You know what would be cool? I just had a thought. You do a specialty race. Everybody that doubled up on championships a year prior, if somebody doubled up this year on championships, you have like a run da- a runoff. Hmm. I mean, they both got Supercom dragsters. Or no, they both got – oh, no, I'm sorry. They, well, they both have dragsters. Um, oh, wait, no, he doesn't. Justin, oh, Justin Lamb may have a dragster in that arsenal. I don't know. I know he runs comp. I bet he um, could no, find – even if he didn't, he could find one. Oh, Even yeah. if he didn't, he could find one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, with all that happiness being exchanged right there, we have uh, some results in this past weekend. So, why don't we uh, go to the big show, and uh, ah. we can also talk about that really cool-looking pro stalker that was at... Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. so... Uh... Yeah, no, it was uh, Vegas this weekend. There's one more left after this. And um, and, uh, if we have some time, uh, we'll talk uh, some points between guests. Um, Because it's coming down to the wire at this point. So, um, uh, that's the number two thinking. Anyway, uh, top fuel, Terry McMillan for the first time, I believe it was like 145 starts maybe in top fuel. Finally gets his first win. Um, he takes the win over Brittany Ford. Funny car Matt Hagen over Courtney Ford. So both Force girls with the runners up. Still not bad. Uh, Greg Anderson over Bo Butner, who we're going to discuss Bo um, after the end of this. Uh, Pro Stock Motorcycle Eddie Kraywick over Hector Rana Jr. Pro Mod Steve Jackson over Troy Coughlin. Top Alcohol Dragster, Joey Severance over Sean Cowie. Top Fuel, or I'm sorry, Top Alcohol Funny Car, Ulf Landers over Larry Dixon, who had a crazy final round when a fuel line broke, got fuel under one of the tires, and just basically took a hard left across the lane line. And uh, luckily did not hit Ulf and um, crossed the center line. Ulf was the winner, but... Luckily, seems like Larry escaped perfectly fine. He uh, 
actually had, went over to talk about it at the um, over with the press, and he was pretty much cracking jokes. So not a bad deal for him. So glad he's okay. A comp eliminator, Greg Ka- uh, Kaplan over Tom Mettler. Superstock Ryan McClenahan over Daryl Dietz. Stock eliminator, Justin Lamb, your two-time champion this year, over Lan- Randy Lynship, who is the fiancé of Bo Butner, who we will get to in a minute. Supercomp, Marco Pervolis over Mark Potts. And in Supergast, Val Torres over Tanner Hyatt. So, yeah, um, so as we were saying, it was Vegas. It was ho- It's Halloween weekend. Halloween is tomorrow. So Bo Butner started this tradition last year where he puts a costume on the race car, which in the form is of a rat. So Bo Butner last year, anybody that remembers, Dukes of Hazard theme. This year, when we had him on a couple months ago, he said that he had something whipped up and he was really excited about it. When I told Don that he was, and anybody new to the show, Don is my fiance. Um, I was telling him about this, and he said, if he liked, you know, Bo Duke, and you know, and he liked Dukes of Hazard, and he has a thing, you know, he has something else planned this year, going to be smoking the Bandit. And I said, well, that's a good guess. I bet you know, that'd be pretty darn close. So I get a text on Friday from um, my friend Rob, and he goes. Oh my God, Bo Butner has, you know, the car looks like Smoking the Bandit. I said, Oh my God, Don guessed it. So I called Don real quick. I said, Oh my God, you are right. But, you know, they don't just do the car up. They were all dressed up as all the different uh, people um, in the movie. And I got to say, the funniest part was when they interviewed Bo Butner and he said, that he ha- he he lets Randy Lynn run with this stuff, except he did stop her when she wanted to wrap the trailer as a snowman. <laughs> so with the big cores and everything, I thought that would have been a riot. I, I I totally understand why he stopped her, and I'm sure she was kidding, but you know it was it was awesome. And he said since he and Randy Lynn both runnered up, they are going to keep the wrap on for the last race of the year. So they are very, uh, they're keeping it uh, going with the good luck that it had. Um, also somebody else dressing, sort of dressing their car up was Derek Kramer, who basically recreated the days of thunder mellow yellow car, obviously mellow yellow being a sponsor of NHRA, uh, the pros. So pretty fitting and had a big cold trickle number 57 which I don't think was his number but it is Derek's number but you know had cold trickle written across the top of it and you know it was pretty cool so I think this is going to start growing and you know Bo posted on Facebook months you know probably like like a month ago about dressing up at the track this weekend and it seemed like there was a lot of people like I saw you know two people dressed like uh Talladega Nights like uh you know, Kyle Naughton and Ricky Bobby. So I think it, it was starting to grow. So I'm sure it can only go bigger from here. So I think I had to convince somebody to go out to Vegas again and check all that out. Because when I was there a couple, like, ooh, God, 10 years ago now, uh, God, maybe 11 years ago now, um, it was not as crazy. I, feel, I don't think it was close to Halloween, but they really didn't do up Halloween. So it does sound like it has grown since then, definitely. 
That's awesome. It's cool to see them get everybody kind of starting to get into uh, the spirit of it a little bit. You know, the end of the season's there. What the hell? Let's have some fun. You know, celebrate exactly. Halloween. Mhm. So. No, it's it sounds like that's exactly what it is, and I mean, I'm sure you know people are talking about it. You know, they inter- when they interviewed Bo, they said, you know, is this a little bit of a distraction? And he said, well, if anybody wants to think it is, that's fine. <laughs> But you know it is. It's just sort. It's not a distraction. I feel like it's just, you know, it's a way to have some fun. I mean, you know, I think for him, he's a businessman. This is fun for him. He does, you know, he wants to win, obviously. But you know, he's still just like a good friend of mine always says, you gotta go to work on Monday. So, you know, I'm sure this is just all for fun. And he would, you know, and obviously it worked. It was good luck for him. Did great up until the final, and you know think he is still sitting second in points so definitely um you know definitely knocking on the door of a championship yep absolutely very Mm -hmm. cool um well why don't we switch coasts kind of and uh let's go right to the rock okay let's do that all right let us start with okay so there was a moser shootout final which we probably should have gotten, um, I think, did Danny, oh, no, that was the weekend, week that you weren't there, I believe, when Danny Waters was on. He probably, right. I don't know if he discussed the Moser shootout. Yeah, I think he, I forget what how it actually works. But um, it's a bunch of different classes running each other. So, um, in this case, a top dragster won, and it was Steve Furr. And he won the Moser shootout. And I believe it's cool. like staggered and everything. It sounds like pretty crazy, but yeah, he took Steve took the win over Kevin Brannon. Who, if you're worried about Kevin, his weekend gets better. <laughs> so all right. Moving on. We'll start with junior dragsters. Um, Dylan uh in the six to nine year old, um, Race. We have Dylan McNichol over Aaron Kennedy. And the 10 to 12 year old Bud Trammell, the second over Logan Westmoreland. And in the 13 to 17 year old Morgan Wilson over Bailey Mize. There is our juniors uh, moving up. Comp Eliminator, we'll get Comp Eliminator out of the way. There were, uh, t- care to take a guess, Chris, on how many cars there were in Comp? Oh, sadly, I know the answer to this question, and it's not pretty. Yeah. Uh, three three whole cars. So, not good if you're going for points. <laughs> um, the best out of those three was Randy Daniels, and he took the win over Larry Pritchett. Um Going in to, um, let's start, let's go with Superstock. Superstock, Brandon White over Nick Childs. Nick was had, Nick had a really decent year this year, definitely. He he won down at um, Concord a couple weeks ago. Came back up here, didn't do half bad if I remember correctly, and then went back down south and went to the finals again. So, good job. Um, Stock Lemire, Jeff Strickland, who we talked about earlier, being our 
the outgoing champion, world champ in Stocklemare, he took the win over Jeff Harrington in a battle of factory stock cars. Cool. Um, Super Street, Matt Weston, who uh, Chris I will be having on the show in a little bit, took the win over Stan Coleman. Super Gas, Ray Miller took the win over a dear friend of mine, Mr. Joe Eckle. Went all the way down there. He had four, only four raises in points. Went down there to try his luck. Ends up going to the final. He is, I believe, I did the math. I think he is maybe 40 points out of first place, 41 points out of first place. Basically, me and Don did the math earlier today. If he went, decided to go to Vegas and he got to the fifth round, fifth round, he would win the Division One championship. Whether or not cool. Mr. Joe wants to do that, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he's done. He's calling it a year. So he, he's a businessman, so I'm sure he's probably figuring out the money of that and figures there is no way I'm making that money back. But um, <laughs> right now he's sitting pretty – he's at number 14 on his car, hopefully. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to pass, and I don't think anybody's going um, – out west except for I believe the Kennys are out there and I believe um, pretty much you know knowing Joe is not going to go there unless anybody else from Division 1 goes there Jason Kenny is probably going to wrap up that championship um, moving on to Super Comp we have Kenan, I'm sorry, Kevin Brannon over Frank Altilio and Top, let's do top sportsman. Because I just talked to this man's fiance on the phone. Sandy Wilkins had to go win the race to win the Division II championship, and he did it. Took the win over Matthew Buck in the final. So pretty amazing to think. I mean, that's all, you know. And we've mentioned his name a lot this year. He, um, she just told me, I think it was four divisionals and a national event. I mean, at the beginning of the year, you pretty much figured nobody was passing Sandy. Well, Jeff Barker went on this ridiculous tear, and all Sandy could do is just, you know. I mean, he did win the Division Two championship, so he's got a championship wrapped up. But with wins like that, you would hope that you're going to win the world. But unfortunately, Top Sportsman is a bloodbath. Right. Hey, Cal, I'm going to step away for just one second and call one of our guests. I will be right back. Okay. Um, so, also, we have um, finish off the day. Top dragster final, Robert Houston took the win over Lauren Freer. So, congratulations to all of them. And we have yeah, I think I got everybody. Robert Houston over Lauren Freer. Yeah, Lauren's also on a tear lately. She um went she won Super Comp at the uh at the Keystones. And I know Chris is going to try to surprise me. Well, not even surprise me. He's just going to tell me who or just gonna tell me to interview oh, we have our first interview on the phone and yeah, okay. I can I figured it out. Just want to make sure I knew who the first one is because you know how that goes. 
but yeah, we, he's should be calling Phil. And he's had had him on a couple of weeks ago. He went down. He came over to English Town, and I believe he was trying to go after getting some points in Super Street and didn't fare as well, and then ended up going to the finals in Super Comp. I guess it bode well for him because he did end up winning the championship in both Super Comp and Super Street in um, Division Three. So that is a pretty awesome accomplishment. And um, actually, while we're talking about that, I'm going to get some points while Chris is still talking. And it looks like uh, everything is coming up. There we go. Having a, having a minor oh, glitch. I will be right back. I'll be right back. Oh. Just having a little glitch. Okay. All right. Well, as as Chris is doing that, we're going to go back to the national event. Uh, we're going to go back to the pros, and we're going to talk their points because I did say we we're going to do that. So. Uh, top fuel, it is super, super tight. I mean, I believe mathematically, the number used to be 138. And I'm um, not sure what that number is now. But um, Leah Pritchett is at 166. I'm not sure if that would be if she would run the gamut if she could win the championship. I'm not exactly sure of that. I used to remember that 138 number, but not sure what that is now. But um, number one, Steve Torrance is sitting in the top spot. Followed by Brittany Forrest, Doug Coletta, Antron Brown, and as I said, Leah. So, um, going to check on Funny Car. And, wow. So, Robert Height is leading right now. Followed by Ron Capps. Courtney Forrest is at 125 behind. Jack Beckman's at 152, and Matt Hagen's at 161. So, again, um, at least the top four have a chance. I'm not sure about the top five. But still, really, anybody's between the two of them. Um, probably at least at least the two, you know, you think about, well, these people have mathematical championships, chances, and, you know, Ron Caps is only 15 points behind. Courtney is 125 and is number three. So that's a little bit tougher, but definitely Ron Caps has a chance. And that's a two. That's uh, two rounds, I believe. Yeah. Um, moving on to pro stock, Greg Anderson is leading over Bo Butner, who has 40 points, and Jason Line has. Uh, I'm sorry, 40 points behind. Jason Line is sitting number three with 76 behind. Tanner Gray's in fourth with 184 behind. So I believe it's pretty much down to the Anderson line Butner camp. So all the summit racing guys and, uh, and, and Bob, Bob Butner, you know, um, so pretty much down to that camp. Very similar to the super confident that association, not the same camp, but the same group of friends. So Eddie Craywick, Pretty much running away with it. He's 150 points ahead of Ellie Tonglet, who is number two. I believe Eddie did not clinch yet, so they're definitely. I guess there should be able. To, there should be a 
accumulated points total, and which it, it could be 150 maybe with the um, bonus points. But Ellie Tonglet is number two, followed by Andrew Hines, Sky Polachek, and Hector Arana Jr. So going over to Division One. Um, don't know why I thought Frank Aragona Jr. was out west, but if he is, don't know if anybody else went out there. So, um, but he has the Division One championship wrapped up pretty good. Um, we'll talk national points. Well, actually, no. Well, you may talk some national points. Um, I believe it looks like um, Ken Hanley has super stock wrapped up pretty good in Division One. What's that? Uh, no, I'm back. I just have, for some reason, uh, for our first guest, my computer is not letting me call his number. He's going to call in just a few minutes. So cool. we will have uh, Matt Weston Matt Weston joining us also shortly. Oh, you see, this is why I checked, and you were wrong. Yeah, I was. <laughs> well, you said Phil was first. You guys I did. get to hear see the peek behind the behind the curtain the, of Wheels Up Radio. Behind, you yeah, but do not look behind first. the curtain. Yeah, yeah you don't want to look behind. Yell the curtain. No. Mm. No, very bad. So we were just discussing points and stuff, and it seems like, well, first off, we're trying to figure out what the, well, we, as in me, me and there's either one person listening right now or like 20,000, because you've told me that before. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're trying, I'm trying to figure out, because so 138 used to be, <coughs> excuse me. 138 used to be the number, it's like the maximum amount of number of points you can make at a national event for a pro team. So I'm wondering if that is still the case. I mean, obviously it's more than 138 because you get points now for qualifying, you know, every, uh, every race or every round of qualifying. If you do well, you get more points. So I'm actually curious. It's probably in like the 150 range now. Uh, hey, hang on just a sec. I'll be right back. Oh, you suck at this. I'm trying to have a conversation. You're as bad as Don sometimes, and I'm trying to have a conversation, and he's asleep. We're not paying attention. See, he gets one award, and he's starting to forget about the little people. We could probably do this math if I could figure out the points. It's probably in the rule book, and that rule book's a a little bit tough because you got to download it. I missed my paper copy. I actually just saw a an old copy of like the rule book from like 1970 the other day. It was pretty darn cool to look at. It was very thin. Obviously, no factory stock cars. So checking out. And check out Super Street in Division One. Looks like Jason Lawrence definitely. Ah, okay. Yeah, looks like uh, Jason Lawrence wrapped up the championship. I really don't see anybody else going 
before this. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Cal. So we have our first guest on the line. Would you please welcome Matt Weston to Wheels Up Radio? Hey, guys. Hi, Matt. Hi. How you doing? Not bad. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It was a it was a pretty hectic year, but it it, it out. <laughs> so. Um, I guess tell us about that year then. If it was so hectic, explain more. Well, we uh, we started out the year and had a didn't have a, a great. We had a, a below mediocre car, um, and mainly the reason being is I didn't get a lot of time to test before. You know, like like all of mm-hmm. us, I have a, a regular job, so I, I wasn't allowed to. Didn't have the time to spend and and go test and get everything 100. Um, percent Everything was fresh and new, so it was just kind of working the bugs out, you know? Yeah. No, I know I know how that can definitely go. <laughs> so yeah, going good. in, I guess Jonathan pretty much had a pretty good stronghold. So what was what was your aim when you won into Rockingham? Yeah, he uh, he sure did have a stronghold. He uh, he actually beat me I think in the first or second race of the year in the final. And uh from there it was just me and him were both going to the semis and every time he would pace me every time I would I would do well, he would do a little better, and, and so on and so forth. Um, at the end of the year, I explained to everybody, all my friends and family, that it was a long shot, but we did have a shot. You know, it was a, it's one of those deals where you got to go to a couple finals, and, and we did just that. Uh, it all played out, you know, all the stars aligned, as they say. Mm-hmm. Now, you have six, so you have two more that you could replace. Are you – I had a – has I actually had seven. I actually had seven. Oh. They just uh, online. They haven't shown the other one yet. Oh, okay. So you know, but you're again. You you still got you have one replacer. I mean, at this point, six is the same as seven because we got one more divisional right. left. Has <laughs> it right. even entered into your head about Vegas, or is it like, okay, I'm done. There's nothing. Or have you gotten offers? It had a hundred percent actually. It uh, it, it was in my head the whole time at Rockingham. I think whenever I saw I had the after the first round, my guy went red. I had to buy a buy second round. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I know I'm gonna start gaining. I was pretty sure I was gonna start gaining points on Jonathan. Um, mm-hmm. at that point, I'd actually the week before I already called Ryan, my good friend Ryan Harum, and uh, talked to him a little bit, and he said that if he didn't need his car, I could drive his, and if not, you know, if he was going to use his car, he would find me one, and uh, we already had a program in place. We had airline flights lined up, uh, hotels figured out. We had the whole thing ready to go just in case, you know. So are you going to do it? I'm not, actually. I've already clinched it. Jonathan's out of races, so. Um, okay. So this yeah, is so completely over. out of Okay, so I I will I will explain something right now. This okay. is not updated, but the division 1 is. It's weird. Right. So yeah. Just, we had, so we had an issue on our So side. I I apologize profusely because it it's reading I and I I get this because ours used to be like this in division 1 for a while. <laughs> And you'd have to go in and do the math, and you could see where you ended up. But like this year, it seems like it's like instant, and it tells you, you know, where you've moved to or whatever. So, 
Okay, so first off, I congratulate you because you won the race, but congratulations on your championship as well. <laughs> Thank so you so much. <laughs> yeah, this is really, a horrible it was, report. It was mostly my fault. Um, you know, I, I my license had uh, had had needed updating, and I went into Reynolds with without doing it over the phone. I did it at the track, which you you know, it's completely legit. Everything's fine with that. But something had got mixed up in the paperwork. Um, is what the division director had told me, and and they didn't have my Reynolds my Reynolds points, which was a runner up, um, on file yet. So, okay. As far as I know, I talked to I talked to Cody today, which is our NHRA Division Two um, go-to guy, and uh, he he'd mentioned you know he'd already told me that 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 was all I needed to do was win the race to win the division. So, I felt I felt awesome. pretty safe in saying that I won the championship. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, even though NHRA, it's like that, you know, making a Facebook official. It's like it, right. it's, it's not Division Two official yet on the website, but if a Division Two official told you that that's the case, I would take his word for it. Yes, man. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, so I guess going back. You know, you knew. You know, you knew you had. Did you know you had to win the race? Are you one of those people? Because I, 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 I'm with a person who won a championship last year. He didn't want to know. He didn't have a clue. Literally, somebody came up to him and asked if he won that round. He said, "Yes, I did." And he said, "Okay, you won the championship." That is how Dude. he found out he won the championship. Hmm? Yeah, that was Sean yeah, Frick, so- right? No, no, it's actually no. um it's a local circuit we have up here in Supergas okay. right. and it's yeah, um my fiance Don Novick won the won the circuit championship. It's the oh, Mid-Atlantic Supergas Association. Perfect. Yeah. So perfect, perfect. but he had no idea. And the funny thing is is that I went in in second place also trying to win in Super Street and I knew everything I had to do and I it just everything what fell to pieces. But for him, he knew nothing, and he ended up getting the news. So, how did you go into the weekend? Did you know I had to win? You had to win the race, or did you just sort of find that out as the week progressed? I I almost gave up. Um, my my driving ability had went uh, way south, uh, and I didn't drive great at Rockingham. I, I'm not going to say I did at all, but um, I went to Reynolds, and when I run it up at Reynolds, I started breaking everything down, trying to figure out, you know, what do I need? How many cars have to be there? So on and so forth. Um, we pulled in the gate at Rockingham, and I asked how many tech cards had been turned in. And at that time, I think it was like 17. So uh, mm-hmm. I was pretty nervous then. You know, that, that means you had to go a little another round, you know. Um, yeah. I think we ended up with 20 total. And uh, yeah. so I text Cody again. You know, I text Cody from NHRA Division Two, And I said, what do I have to do to win this championship? And he said, the only way you can win it is to win the race. And going into that race, I thought if I make it to the finals, I, I win the championship. And that changed mm-hmm. due to the car count, you know. So it was, uh, it was pretty yeah. tough. It's uh, it's unfortunate when you have the. We were just talking about earlier. I mean, you got you probably saw down there three comp cars. It's like if you're trying to win a championship in comp, that oh. was not the track to go to. So right. it does it does get tough. And you know, if you're hoping you need 32 cars and 20 show up and you're only at a, you know, you're only at a four, you know, you're at a five rounder at that point and you need a six rounder. Right. That's, that's tough. That's when you really do need to pay attention to everybody else. Right. And that's the only light car count we had all year. You know, I think we had, we had a ton of super street cars and Reynolds and all the other, all the other races. So uh, it was, it was tough. Yeah. 
What do you think was, I mean, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I know, I know it's a very extended season down in division two that starts in, you know, February and ends in October. I mean, would it have something to do with that? Or is it just the people that are going for championships come down there, you know, go to that race? I mean, it, it seemed like the weather was pretty decent. Yeah, the weather wasn't bad. It was chilly at night. We had some rain. Had a, it was the, the weather was actually moving around a lot due to a storm coming in. It was, I think that played right into my hands. Um, but honestly, as far as the season goes, I think I'm, I'm fairly weak in February, March, you know, beginning of the year. July through September, October, I'm normally decent. In the last race of the year, last few races of the year, I always have. Seems like I always, I'm in the finals. It seems like the past few years, you know, it's, it's they've been. It, I come back around, but I always end up falling ten points or twenty points short every year. I finished second mm-hmm. numerous times, and, uh, and yeah. never won it now. Finally, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough when that happens. It's like when you're, you know, you're finally hitting your stride and it's the end of the year. And you're like, can't there just be a couple more races? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So what it's, is your plan? Uh, obviously, you're going to be getting ready to, you know, give a speech in a couple months here. So what's your plan for 2018? 2018, I'm going to abuse that gold card as much as possible. Uh, I'm going to go to... <laughs> I'll probably honestly race the normal, you know, my normal schedule. I'll actually try to get an out of division in this year. I normally go to to VMP. Um, this year we had a lot of things going on at work and in my personal life, and just couldn't couldn't quite get out um, as much as we like to. But um, but yeah, we'll we'll probably we'll probably race eight to ten times NHRA wise next year. And then um, I, I'm all about big money bracket racing. Um, I went to the million, and I've been to few door car shootouts already and uh, we were lucky enough to run her up at one of those and, and make some good money and um it's just been a it's been an exciting year we went and did the all-state challenge uh that the cummings family had at, at memphis that was a that was yeah. a huge thing i felt like just being invited to that i felt like a you know an all-star for sure yeah so. no it's always cool to be nominated by your fellow drag racers to say oh yeah let's pick him for now did you um I guess were you in you were what class were you running for? Because I just realized there I ran, was a super comp, but there wasn't a super street class. Yeah, I ran a utility class um, where you actually we unfortunately we the the guy they had for North Carolina, Steve Foley, um, had some personal matters happen and he had to attend to that. And they actually I was the the pickup guy for any class. You know, I, I was going to run if anybody dropped out, I was going to run any class, but the, obviously the female class. You know, uh, I think I had. Uh, <laughs> I was a shoe-in for all of them but that one. But, uh, yeah, I got to let go on the bottom and the top. Um, we ran anywhere from eight mile, 1,000 foot to quarter mile, um, and everything was decided five minutes before you run. So um, the utility class was really a, a really a blast. I had a lot of fun. I ended up losing first round to my buddy Slate Cummins. Uh, I think our race was three dead on. To, I was one red, like a foul under or dead on one or something. Just an awesome race. Oh. But, yeah, just, oh, that's uh, awesome. That's a fun deal, though. Very cool. Yeah, hopefully that stuff like that keeps coming and stuff. Unfortunately, we had a divisional up here that weekend because um, a friend of mine was asked to – I think she was asked to run it. I don't know if it was going to be for – I don't know if it was for the ladies. I think it was for Super Comp. But, yeah, she okay. kind of – she was like, oh, do we go to – I'm like, I'll drive you if you want to go. <laughs> yeah. Dad's probably gonna be a little pissed off at you because you're trying to go for points up here. <laughs> right. That's right. So, 
it's fun though. No, that sounds like a fun time. Definitely go. Yeah, definitely. No, we're uh, we're all talking about maybe coming your guys' way next year, go out and places like that. Definitely would sound yeah. like fun time to go out of division and head down to division two. For sure. Look us up if you come. We'll be there. I'm awesome. sure. Awesome. Well, congratulations again. Congratulations on your win, on your championship. Um, get to give a nice little speech in a couple months, and um, good luck in 2018. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. I yeah. just wanted to thank uh, – I'd like to thank a couple oh, yeah, of people. Uh, the people yep. that helped us out this year were uh, Mickey Thompson, uh, Mosier Engineering, Falls Transmission, FTI, and uh, Par Race Engines out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. They uh, they bend over backwards for me. Um, I've had some some engine trouble before, and you know previous previous seasons, but uh, they you know they they definitely get stuff done for you and help you out if they can. So. Very cool. Now, good engine builders were at that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it, and hopefully we'll have a, have you on again. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. Thank you. All right, everybody. All right. Matt Weston, your Super Thanks. Street winner this weekend. You're welcome. Um, your Division Two Super Street champion, Division Two champion this year. And rolling right into our next guest, he won a championship this weekend. Also, not one but two for Division Three. We had him on a couple weeks ago, or a couple about a month or two ago now. Um, he when he won at um, English Town, came over to our side, came and hung out. I believe, like I said, he was trying to go for some points for Super Street and ended up doing really well in Super Comp. So we'll talk to him right now. Um, everybody, welcome to the show. Your Division Three Super Comp and Super Street champion, Mister Phil Smita. Hey, Kelly, how are you? Hi, Phil, how are you? Oh, not too bad, just trying to get my head around all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Thank you, I appreciate it. So, um, as I said, you came to our neck of the woods, English Town, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. I mm-hmm. believe you were trying to get some points to catch up in Super Street, but you brought your dragster along also. I did. I was trying to, you know, extend that lead in Super Street, and then someone, you know, just kind of beat myself with a red light and just kind of focused all my energy towards the dragster and Super Comp, and I was just looking at it as, well, heck, I'll just have fun now. <laughs> because I, I really I, I really wasn't paying attention to the points in Super Comp, and... Um, even after I won that event, I still wasn't doing the math or looking at the point. I was like, well, heck, I just won an event. That's pretty cool. And, you know, <laughs> move on to the next one. And, you know, I, I was I was so concerned about Super Street just because, you know, when you, you want something so bad, you know, you just focus your attention towards that. Mm-hmm. Now, is this your first double-up championship? Because I know you've won championships in Super Street. Is this your first double-up? Yes, first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your goal was basically, I've never won one in Super Comp. I, uh, let me focus on Super Comp. Mm, yep. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> oh, look, I won one in Super Street too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you had Jacob Elrod knocking on your door. You, I mean, Division Three is 
filled with tough people. And, mm-hmm. the, I mean, you, you look at the list underneath you in Super Comp, and that, that's quite impressive to be on the top of that list. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I mean, the, the, the class is extremely hard. Yeah, any class is hard these days. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, when I remember when we were going home from the way to English Town, I did say to my parents, I said, well, I wonder where that puts me in the division. And, you know, Mom has her thick notebook, and she's writing down everything and this and that. And <laughs> she's like, well, I, I think you have to make it the fifth round or get past fifth round or whatever she said. And I don't exactly remember. And mm-hmm. uh, I said, well, you know, that's, that'll be pretty difficult, but, you know, it's possible. And yeah. after that, I, I really never gave it much thought. Mm-hmm. And so, going in, go ahead. What's that? Going into St. Louis, you know, I was still focusing on Super Street. And then once I had a little bad luck, second round. So for some reason, second round is just, biting me with that car, and I don't know why. So it's a little aggravating. Well, luckily, besides the couple first, second rounders, you won two races in that car, so it definitely yeah. made up for it. And, yeah. <laughs> so this all happened. You were done last weekend in St. Louis. So mm-hmm. this past week, you were sort of sitting there waiting. I mean, did you know at that point? The, you know, um, I know people will say, oh, I'm not traveling, and then you find out they're, like, down in Rockingham or something. Like, did you know of anything like that going on? Um, yes and no. I mean, I had um, I had Joe come up to me after uh, after I run it up, and, you know, he said he wasn't going. And, you know, I said, well, you know, if I was you, I would go. And, you know, he had a good shot. <laughs> at it. I mean, yeah. I didn't want him to go, but I figured he would go uh, just because Kimbra, she won the championship last year, so I figured he would try and do it this year, so, you know, keep it in the family. And I I wondered all week, it was killing me, like, I wonder if he's going to go. Well, he said he wasn't going to go. <laughs> and then uh, when the race was going on Saturday, I kept on, like, updating Division 2. I kept on going on Drag Race Central just to find anything out, and I couldn't find anything out, and then I jumped on live timing, and then once I saw the list of first-round winners, I realized he didn't go. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was it was a little stressful. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure of that. <laughs> so um, what is your plan for next season? I mean, um, I'm assuming this um, season's over. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, we're, no we're done for the year. No money, stuff or anything. Mm-hmm. No. Um, next year, uh, we'll do the normal NHRA schedule, the Division Three races, and probably a couple out of Division races. I mean, we usually wait to see how, you know, halfway through the year, how well or terrible we're doing, and that kind of determines the rest of the year. But, you know, it was kind of like this year I did horrible, and then I was able to turn it all around. Um, but I'll run Super Comp, Super Street. You know, my one main goal for next year is to try to do all-stars again with the Super Street car. And mm-hmm. uh, currently we're uh, putting together a Super Gas car. I'm not exactly sure when that will be ready. We're just kind of taking our time on that. Um, and then we do a couple big money bracket races if we can. So, I mean, we had we had a lot of traveling this year, and then uh, work was getting pretty busy over the course of the summer, so I'm trying to focus more on that. So 
it's kind of play it by ear pretty much. So is the super gas car something that you'd like to share or with us, or is that uh, is that going to um, be taking I'm the place of one of the it. other cars? I'm going to keep it under wraps for now. Cool. Um, just because it's, I don't know. I mean, it, it's nothing <laughs> special. I mean, it, it's it's a full chassis car. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, we'll just have to see till one next year rolls around. It's nice to have variety. <laughs> yeah. So. Change it up a little bit. Um, Chris, do you have any questions for Phil? Well, I, I spoke with him briefly before um, he went on the air. But, you know, again, congratulations. You know, hell Thank of you. a job. And, um, you know, here's to another great year in 2018. And best of luck with the new toy. Oh, I'll, I'll need it. It'll, it'll definitely be a uh, learning experience with the type of car it is from what I'm used to. Right. Cool. Well, <laughs> you know, hard, hard work, and it comes to those who, uh, you know, who deserve it. So, a uh, great job. Yeah, definitely. Well, lots of hard work goes a long way, and, you know, a lot of it goes to my parents because if they weren't doing this or helping me with it, I wouldn't be in this position at all. Absolutely. Well, all right, Phil, thank you for taking the time to come on and hang out with us. I really appreciate it. It's always fun to talk to you. And like I said, best of luck. Oh, you know, have have a great winter. Enjoy a little bit of time off, and we'll see you. will talk to you in 2018. All righty. I appreciate you guys having me on again. Thank right, you, man. Phil. Talk Hopefully we'll talk to you a lot next year. <laughs> all righty. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, Chris. All right, Phil. Talk to you later. All right. Phil Smita. He short is a difficult Love name it. to pronounce because I can never, I never remember if it's Smiter or Smita. It's you know, I'm sure people have that problem with my, my name, so I get it. <laughs> but Barbado, yeah, Barbado, Kelly Barbado. Well, I liked it when I met Don. Everybody thought it was not block. I said, "Where's the O in this? <laughs> How do you spell this name with it?" How do you spell Noblik without Nob, no, Noblik or uh, how uh, they used uh, to say it? <laughs> Noblok or something? Oh. I forget how they used to butcher his name, and then, you know, he got with me and became famous. <laughs> I don't think he's within earshot, so I can say things like that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't know he was That's right. Oh, is he home? <laughs> he just got home. I forgot. I thought he went back outside. Put, put, put a, all right, put your phone on speaker. Oh, no. Okay, let me go get him. Now we get to that. Now is the portion of the show where I get my revenge on Kelly for all the crap she does to me at times. All right, he's listening. Hey, Noblek. Yes. We were just informed that you were not famous at all until you hooked up with this crazy chick sitting next to you. She probably didn't tell you the whole story then. <laughs> no, we only got the Kelly side as usual. Well, the Kelly side also <laughs> usually deletes out the part about 
uh, how Don Noblick was just the guy that drove Glenn's car care Vega. Yeah, I, I just thought he was a hired driver. <laughs> Never thought he'd get in the car. <laughs> God. But us peons, we just, you know, <laughs> have no idea what we're doing. We just look like we know what we're doing. Aww. <laughs> well, you can always look at which side is she sitting on, to your right or to your left? It all depends. <laughs> right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Uh, not sitting, standing to my right shoulder. <laughs> All right, so you can turn to your right shoulder, look up at her, and go, I'm sorry, how many championships have you won? Oh! We kind of have this little argument that, that goes on, and it usually has to deal with how many Vegas she's beaten. Hey. Or what the <laughs> record is against the Vega. Like TV. Uh. See now you know you realize this is just the simple revenge of all the crap she gives me. I can get. I finally got something to get back at her with. He says this is payback for all the crap I give him. <laughs> Go watch Stranger Things, which should also be the name <laughs> of this show sometime. <laughs> Some days, yes. <laughs> Some days this show should be called Stranger Things. Uh, oh God! I'm good enough. I'm mm-hmm. smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. Oh, man. Yep. Get your 2016 well, Super Guest dot 90. There you go. Champion. There you go. Yeah. That's it. See, now so she's proud. she's learning. It's a slow, painful so, process, but it's happening. So proud of him. So proud of him. Just so gosh darn special. So proud of him and our life that we lead. The life that we lead. Oh my God, dude! Seriously, seriously. Can I get a one, two, three? One, two, three. What? Never mind. Forget it. You're not gonna be. Forget it. I'll explain it to you someday. Oh. Okay. So. I never thought I'd say this again. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'd like to thank our wonderful guest, Matt Weston, Phil Smider. Uh Unfortunately, Stevie was not able to join us this evening, which is all right. That happens. Life gets in the way. It's the way it goes. Kelly, fantastic job, as always, with the results. Oh, and, thank uh, you. See, Kelly's uh, Wheels Up Radio weekend wrap-up show season is coming to a screeching halt here very soon. And, uh, but she will be joining us as a special co-host throughout the year, every once in a while when I need help. Yes. And, I'm sure uh, that little Elijah is going to have a concert at some point, and I'm going to need to step in for you. No, that's Peace the boy. great thing about high school. No more of those damn concerts. Ooh, I'm sorry, was that out loud? Aww. I'm sure he misses them, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, with every shot fired. Oh, that good, huh? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, when I spoke with you about the other day, uh, I'll be in touch 
by tomorrow night to let you know. I have no idea. <laughs> For Wednesday. For Wednesday. Oh my God. Wednesday. What? Ah, uh, never mind. Forget it. Go back to sleep. It's all good. Well, usually this is my bedtime. Usually if we if we need a, a substitute interviewer for our interviewees. Yes. I am always down for jumping into interview. The only it's, part that sucks it. is that it's all we all that two out of the three people that are on the show have to get up at like, oh my god, it's early hours. So mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, four, four o'clock's great, yeah, four, four o'clock, yep. nobody on the roads barely, which is nice, that's about it. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's well, again, as always, thank you, Kelly, uh, again, thank you to Phil Smita, thank you to Matt Weston for taking the time to come on and hang out with us, really appreciate it, and um, <laughs> we will be back Wednesday night, we're actually going to start a half an hour later on Wednesday night, so we can accommodate one special guest in particular, Justin Lamb, is going to be joining us about 9 o'clock. Um, we're also going to be talking to Jeff Strickland, and we're also going to be talking to Marco Paravola, Para, oh boy, Paravar wow. of Valaris. Yeah, that was horrible. Like Webster's Paravalaris. Paravalaris. Marco Paravalaris. It only took me, a, what, a, six months to learn how to say Parison? Denny Parison? You nailed Denny Parison, Denny Parison. at this point. I Parison got that. I got that down. <laughs> Boom. There it is. All right. Yeah, so, so with that being said, it shush. It's already over. It is. It's like flu right by. I know. So with that being said, Kelly again, thank you. Matt Weston, Phil Smyder, thank you. Awesome job, Kel. And uh, Wheels Up Radio Weekend Wrap-Up Show shall return next Monday night. And again, Wheels Up Radio will be on this coming Wednesday at the ever so special time of 7.30. We'll talk to Marco Paravalaris, Justin Lamb, and Jeff Strickland. Shush. And with that being said, I'm going to click this little button right here that always makes Kelly make a funny little noise. This concludes our broadcast day. Click, click. And we'll s- don't forget about me. <laughs> Another family member. Good night, everybody. See ya. Peace.